No one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You believe that America is the land of opportunity? Yeah. We're soldiers, but we're American soldiers. We've been kicking ass for 200 years. And those of you who are familiar with it know that in America, democracy is hypocrisy. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. You're listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. They're leading the charge in advancing the conservative revolution. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. And now, your all-American hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Flurry. And good morning. This is Phil Stargell and this is the Abolitionists Roundtable of Michigan. Art of Michigan. Uh, for short, but uh, both names are in the state. And uh, starting off this morning, we have on Mike Bruce Flurry, and he's off assignment and in the studio this morning, ready to roll. So, good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Phil. <clears throat> good morning, everyone. Uh, Derek, uh, Phil, all our great listeners out in uh, out in the uh, in, in the Wham uh, the Wham audience. Um, yeah, good to be with you. It's a uh, it's a beautiful day out there um, out here on the east side. I'm not sure where where how, how it looks over there in Ann Arbor, but uh, uh, it's gorgeous out. It's going to be a little warm today, so, so uh, you know it's a great day to get out and uh, enjoy some of that sunshine. Now that we're getting freed up a little bit because our governor is in, in her in her magnanimous. Uh, her magnanimous uh, wisdom has uh, has allowed us to uh, actually walk around without masks. Yeah, and exercise a little <laughs> bit of freedom. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and you know, I'm in, I'm in kind of a I'm in kind of a good mood, and you know, it's sort of a, uh, you know six of one, half a dozen of the other here. I'm I'm in a good mood on on the one hand because uh, yesterday was uh, six months. Uh, uh, successfully completed without uh, taking a taking a, a, a puff off the cigarette. So uh, you know, I'm right, and that one, very very happy about that. I tell you that that is a quite an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, that is a tough habit to kick. Well, I got some catching up to do because uh, Jan, my beautiful wife of uh, almost thirty years now, uh, has been uh, off uh, tobacco for. Oh, since her since her forties, <clears throat> so that's so. Uh, without giving her away her age, <laughs> it's, it, it's been a while. So I got a little catch. Not to I, uh, I I I the other yeah. uh, January first, nineteen seventy two. Wow, wow. And uh, and and and, and I have a lot of people tell me that that's quite an accomplishment <laughs> because back then they. It, you know, it was kick it cold turkey. You know, well, that's yeah, what I that's did. What I did January. I said that's it. Yeah. That's that's what I did, and I I tried a few times over the years, uh, and some, and, but it never stuck. You know, so it uh, so I'm I'm very I'm very happy about that. On the other hand, uh, something I came across uh, this week, uh, an article in the uh, I believe this is off a podcast called The Common Sense Show with a man named Dave Hodges. And uh, uh, it's about the new Hitler Youth Movement, uh, critical race theory promoting reverse racism, race, racism through classic Bolshevik style divide and conquer tactics. And uh, I just noticed uh, we got Mill Harris on the phone. Uh, I'd like 
to you know get get with Milt first before we go into uh, this other topic here. So, uh, Milt, uh, are you there with us? Uh, good morning, sir. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Phil. How are you doing this morning? Good. Good, sir. Uh, I just want got a couple of things I want to give to your audience and say that, uh, you know, last week I think uh, I told people that, that, that my slogan is that we the people are not afraid. And if you notice the Constitution, the first three words of the Constitution is we the people. And it says of the United States. So, you know, the liberals have a way of hijacking some of our phrases or taking credit for them. So I'm saying that if you don't believe in the Constitution and the tenets of the Constitution and respect it, then you are disqualified for being included in we the people. And we should let them know that these anti-constitutionalists and these people who do not uh, love this country and make this country their enemy, they are not part of we the people. We the people are those who respect this country, who love this country, and will fight. will fight for this country because as far as I'm concerned, the enemies of the United States are my enemies. I don't care what continent they come from, what color they are, what gender they are. They are the enemy. And I want to say that uh, when this last Memorial Day, everybody who loves this country should be given great gratitude to those who made the supreme sacrifice. And, yeah. and they made that sacrifice not for illegals. They made it for legal Americans. And we should not let that be lost on people that illegal immigrants are not considered in the Constitution. We the people, you must be legal, and we need to let this truth be known and articulated to the hate America first people, and especially the new Democrat, the neo-Democrat party. And I want to say this, Bruce and Phil, uh, if you know anything about the history of slavery, and Bruce, your book is a good indicator of what I'm talking about. Slavery, you. you're saying, is alive and well today. And within the neo-Democrat Communist Party, and saying, I've said many times, the Democrats never call us communists. That's because that's who they are. That's because uh, uh, I mean Biden can get along with communist Russia and communist China because he's a de facto communist. And communism is, is wedded to slavery, just like China is one of the biggest slave nations in the world, if not the biggest. You see, but slavery in the United States is alive and well, and it resides in the neo-Democrat party, and then we call them illegal immigrants. Those are the new slaves. Donald Trump came along, and a lot of blacks were leaving the plantation. Donald Trump came along and accelerated. The Democrat, neo-Democrat Communist Party looked up and said, wait a minute. We need new slaves. We need new cheap labor. We need new people coming in here so that we can dominate. And who did they elect to do that? The illegal immigrants. The slavery today is alive and well. The Democrats never gave up on slavery. They just hibernated until the right time. And we need to start telling them that and letting them know that we know who they are and that slavery is alive and well in the Democrat Party. The only difference is that the black slaves came here uh, against their will. The new slaves have been invited, and, but they're being dispersed throughout this country, just like the, they did the blacks. They, they dispersed the blacks through all the Caribbeans, to Brazil, Venezuela, Mexico, all over the, all over the, uh, the, uh, um, the nation. They dispersed black um, slaves. They're doing the same thing with these illegal immigrants. And you know, Bruce and Phil, 
We need to look at this and know who these people are, just like this mass mandate. The only reason why they dropped that mass mandate is because the homosexuals got their they, they demonstration, their uh, uh, agitations uh, set up for this month of June. And they knew that they could not control these people and that they could not have no, they're not going to social distance, they're not going to have on any masks. And so in order to not make it seem that they are the hypocrites and that they endorse in this what they call super spreaders, they had to get rid of that mandate. So don't think that they did it out of benevolence or humanity. So I just no. want to leave this with your, with your people today and say, do not be deceived. The Democrats are evil people, and we must say to ourselves, we the people are not afraid to call them that. Instead of talking about Bruce, that, that uh, critical race theory, we should reject it out of hand. We should even debate it because it's a hoax, it's a fraud, and we should say, that, hey, how can you have anything critical if you don't even know what a race is? We need to stop using their language, accepting their phrases, and anything else, their narrative. So this morning I just want to say, to all the brave soldiers that passed on in history and all the ones that are still here. We are here today because of these brave people, and we should not be afraid to fly our flag, uh, uh, give praise to God, and let people know that we are proud of the United States of America. We, the people, are not afraid. So I just want to leave this with you all today. Don't forget what I said. The new slaves reside in the Democrat Party, and they call it legal immigrants. So, Bruce, Bill, blessing to you both, all of you all in the station. I thank you for the time. Take care now. All thank right. You. Thank okay. you so much for your call, Bill. Okay. Fantastic. Absolutely. You know, and I, I how can how can you not how can you disagree with uh, with what Mill just said? I mean, he it was, it, he hit so many points, you know, right right on the head. Uh, uh, just just amazing. Him and him and Ron Edwards. Uh, these these. These two great Americans, uh, we are so proud to have them and blessed to have them as, as part of the broadcast. <clears throat> uh, I do think it's important, though, that we do uh, examine this critical race theory nonsense, uh, you know, and, and see why it's being rejected, uh, not just uh, and, and being rejected by a lot of uh, very, very uh, uh, prominent, uh, influential black Americans, too, like uh, Dr. Carol Swain, uh, who's come out against it. Um, the article I was referring on came across this the other day. Uh, this is from the, as I said before, this is from the Common Sense, I believe it's a podcast uh, hosted by Dave Hodges. And, and uh, I decided to, uh, to uh, look into this article here. And, and uh, some of this is, is really shocking because what this was, let me set this up real quick. On Wednesday afternoon, February 10th, uh, this past February 10th, during the school day, the Beaverton school district in Oregon hosted a virtual professional development event on Zoom called Equity A-Bar Summit. If not then, if not you, then who? At which teachers were shamed into accepting ideas rooted in the controversial ideology of critical race theory. Now the district made YouTube videos, and listen to this, Phil, the district made YouTube videos from its summit private. So, so parents defending education uploaded the videos, uh, which were going to be getting to just just a moment here there's a, 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 a about a two-minute clip i'd like uh, i'd like uh, derek to run um at uh, 23 well first of all a bar is the latest buzzword or acronym for uh anti-bias anti-racism teachings of critical race theory now about 
halfway through this 44-minute video, a, uh, a woman teacher by the name of uh, Catherine Watkins uh, pretty much uh, laid it uh, laid it out for people to uh, you know to understand with a clear implication of what might happen if you do not if you're a teacher and you do not conform to this uh, uh, to this idea of uh, critical race theory systemic racism uh, we don't have the audio available so at least what I can do is I can read from the transcript and this is what she said <clears throat> okay. I'm going to say something that is not nice and not sweet, but it's true. If you're not evolving into an anti-racist educator, you're making yourself obsolete in this field. Our district is only getting browner and browner with children. Obviously, you can't change your melanin all right, but you can change your mind so that you can actually function in a district that is full of BIPOC children. Again, the acronym BIPOC, which I guess stands for Black Indigenous People of Color. So if you're being resistant, I understand that, but eventually you're going to have to come to the light because if you're going to come to those old views of colonialism, it's going to lead to being fired because you're going to be doing some damage to our children, trauma. So as we fire the teachers who sexually abuse our children, we will be firing the teachers who do racist things to our children and traumatize them. And while our district might not be completely on there. OEA, Oregon Educational Association, the NEA, National Teachers Union, is working on it, all right? The NEA is working on it, and at uh, 24 minutes and 30 seconds of this video, she said, it's just a matter of time. You either dissolve, evolve, or you dissolve. Phil, <clears throat> this is, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it's, it, it's beyond mind-boggling. It really is. They have taken this thing a little bit too far with them experimenting with our children in these public yeah. schools. You know, we we went through this self-esteem nonsense. We went through this uh, uh, the, the idea that everything evolves from slavery and, and all of that. And now we are at a point where these people have poisoned a generation of kids in the believing that this country is not only wrong, but evil. And so yeah. And yeah. they have never looked at that there, there has always been a opposition to the slavery movement, to the Jim Crow movement. There's always been an opposition and it's always lying in the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. Who do you think? There's only two parties in this country. Who was the one that was making the Jim Crow laws? Yeah. Who was the one that put slavery in the country? Mm -hmm. It's the Democrat Party. And yeah, they've been the Democrat Party ever since they signed the Declaration of Independence. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, yeah the Republican know, Party is the party that changed and became the Republican Party to back combat slavery in this country. Right. So yeah. how is it that you got two parties and you got uh, a country that was dominated by two races, the mm -hmm. black race and the white race? Mm -hmm. How is it that only Republicans are racist? How is it that they're anti-women? How is it that they're anti-homosexual? Yeah. All of these negatives are pinned on the Republican Party, who has been the opposition to any of the abuses that were perpetrated on those races or the 
the different ideas of sex. Yeah. It was the Democrat Party that that was leading the opposition uh, uh, to to the Republican Party, and then they turned around and called the Republicans racist. Well, and 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 did you notice how we how we mentioned about these this uh, this uh, these uh, these these Zoom calls these with you, uh, the the videos of the of this uh, of this conference was was uh, uh, was you know they were they were made private. And thank God for this parents group that was able to, I don't know how they obtained it through Freedom of Information or whatever, you thought they even got wind of it, if this was supposed to be a secret meeting. Uh, and what they're doing is they're, they're planning to destroy the uh, education system uh, even more than has uh, been destroyed so far. They're gonna, gonna, it's going to be almost like a complete uh, aftermath, if you want to put it in, uh, you know, uh, I don't know metaphorical terms or, or uh, comparison to basically what happened after we dropped the atomic bomb on Hiroshima. I mean, these people want to drop the atomic bomb on the on the education system in this country. They want to destroy it. <clears throat> they want to and and they want to they want to enshrine and they want to to uh, etch this in stone, if you will, a complete lie about. And we, with the 1619 project, we've seen it with this this nonsense here. We've seen it with every single uh, progressive uh, attempt at quote unquote improving education, uh, from the progressive education of the 1960s and 1970s to uh, you know no child left behind to race to the top and all this. All these things <clears throat> go against uh, all this government involvement. The federal government involvement in education goes against our very Constitution itself. Because if you look at Article One, Section Eight of the United States Constitution, it will it will uh, it points out there are eighteen enumerated powers which are reserved exclusively to the federal government. Education is not one of them. Education and the the and the, and the framers they knew how important education was and is. Yet they did not make it. A federal government responsibility, they, because they knew that education was best administered on the state and local levels, you know, through through the parents, through the state boards of education, through the local school boards, and as a result, Phil, we had the greatest system of public, truly public education in the history of the in less than two hundred years, Phil. We went from an agrarian to the number one superpower on the face of the earth, largely because of what we had uh, educationally, education-wise, for the first 150 years. It wasn't until the 1960s and 1970s when a lot of this stuff started getting entrenched into our educational institutions that we started having this trouble. And, and now, where do we stand? And where do we stand now? Phil on standardized tests vis-a-vis -vis the rest of the world. 33rd, 34th. How come we have entire school districts in city like Baltimore, Maryland, where not one single graduate can read, write, or compute at grade level? Well, it, how it, it, is it, that it, possible? Yeah, it 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 got to be where the government got to be the dominant force. That's right. In, money. in the government, money, money, money. as long as the government money, money, was, money. was uh, respecting the bounds of the education 
system and left it mostly to the local, we yeah. dominated the world in, our, in education. Today, China is, a, yeah. is in that lofty position of dominating the, the world. China and even India. And, all right, and we used to be number one in all of these groups. Yeah. Uh, uh, and yeah. now we're down in the 20s, uh, the low 20s, 26, 28, nonsense right. like that. I know, and, and it's all due to the uh, when this uh, idea started to come around that socialism and and maybe communism was a better alternative to republicanism uh, and capitalism. Yeah, capitalism. Look, look, look at what capitalism in the late fifties, early sixties. We uh, have we we are graduating from these schools of economics, Phil, a bunch of Keynesians. Who believe yes. that the federal government, that any, that government, period, federal government, state government, whatever, can prime the pump somehow? What they going to call prime the pump by flooding by flooding the 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 the, uh, the, uh, the money markets with all this cash that they just print up out of thin air? They go to the they go to the they they go press a button on the printing press and boom, you got three trillion three trillion dollars. You're gonna you're gonna put you're gonna you know, flood the system with, and what happens? We're seeing it right now. Too much money chasing too few goods. That's called inflation. And right now, inflation is at 4.2%. And that's just after a couple of months of, uh, of, of, of Biden screwing around with, uh, with the economy here. He wants wow. to spend $6 trillion a year, Phil, which is twice what we take in in, in, in taxes every year. Yeah. yeah. Hey, let's, uh, let's, let's go to the, the phones and see if we can take this call and see yeah, uh, it, it, it Elizabeth uh, from Beverly Hills. You want to try to get this in uh, before the break? Elizabeth, you there? Good. Yep. Good morning. Um, it's very simple in my observation. Bullies are very loud and aggressive, and Christian conservatives mm. are kind of quiet. You know, we don't like to ruffle any feathers. Right. As conservatives, we need to stop being so silent. I speak out to people in public all the time. I wear my red, white, and blue so that people know I'm a patriot, and people will approach me, and people will come up to me in stores, et cetera, and say, you know, I don't say anything, but I'm a Trump supporter. I'm a conservative. I, I still have Trump or socialism as the wallpaper on my phone, and it's interesting how young people at checkout counters will look at, will notice it and will say, I agree, but I can't speak up. So as good people, it, it, this is it's a real good problem. versus evil. And we, we need to not be so silent. And obviously you guys are on the air and you're speaking out. So any, anyone listening has to stop being so silent. You know, woke Wendy yeah. and woke Joe have no idea that, that the establishment Evil is against them too, but mm. but they're out there protesting. They have no idea that they're going to be dead, just like the rest of us. That's so, right. Well, you know, God, like, bless, like God bless our beloved country, and God bless you for being on the air. Well, thank thank you Thanks so uh, much. And, and let's let's remember what Mill said: We the people are not afraid. Yep. We the people are not afraid. That's right. And, and as you, as you know, and we're going rally. to identify who the, are responsible for what they call all of this 
racism and, and stuff like that. It is put the put the blame where it belongs, right at the Democrat Party. Because, like I said, if you don't like Jim Crow law, look at the Democrat Party. They're the ones that put it in. If you That's don't right. like slavery, look at the Democrat Party. And, and we, need, we like need to start talking out to people. Look at the Democrat Party. Ah, you can hear by the music. Thank you, Elizabeth. for a break, folks. We will be right back after these messages. Just stick where you are. Those on the line, stick with us. And we'll be right back after these messages. Listening to the Abolitionists Roundtable with your hosts, Phil Stargell and Bruce Fleury. They're exposing the left's underground resistance while leading the charge in the fight for liberty. Join the conversation at 734-822-1600. Hello, I am Milt, and this is Logically Speaking Uncensored, Master Puppeteers and the Marionette Puppets. According to the dictionary, Puppets that are controlled by strings or wires are called marionettes. And accordingly, people without much willpower who are told what to do and say and are attached to virtual controlling strings simulate marionette puppets. The Neo-Democrat Communist Party is using the Communist China Wuhan COVID-19 virus as virtual strings to orchestrate gullible people into a marionette puppet dance of fear to control what they do, say, and where they go. Ever since George Washington and Patriots won the Revolutionary War, master puppeteers have concealed their regimes in ideological darkness. But in 2016, Donald Trump's presidential victory sent shockwaves into the master puppeteers' sanctuary swamp of darkness, flushing them out into the light. To master puppeteers, a legal American who embrace Christian values, constitutional integrity, and dedicated to making the nation strong with the patriotic praise, make America great, was intolerable. So in year 2019, master puppeteers using the Wuhan China COVID-19 virus as a mechanism to pull strings begin to weaponize marionette puppets to attack Trump and slander his supporters as racist, white nationalist supremacists. With the COVID-19 scandemic as their centerpiece, master puppeteers manipulated people like marionette puppets into covering their face with sanitary napkins called masks, stand six feet apart, restrict group congregations, and forbid singing and dancing in churches or at weddings. However, shutting down the economy to implement their socialist concept of redistributing money to non-productive people was permitted. After engineering presidential votes away from President Trump, the master puppeteer's next treasonous steps were to fabricate a malleable, immoral, semi-brain-sick humanoid with a low IQ to be their marionette puppet president. China Joe Biden fulfilled their requirements. China Joe 
marionette puppet in chief. First assignments were to sign numerous fascist executive orders, stopping construction of the Keystone Oil Pipeline and border wall construction, which is allowing thousands of illegal law-violating immigrant invaders into the country. His second assignments were to promote Marxist critical race theories, class warfare, Green New Deals, climate change, global warming hoaxes, Black Lives Matter, and be a divider, not a unifier. Master puppeteer's string pullers are a mystery, but they are not imaginary people. They are real, influential, powerful, politically connected domestic terrorists, and the ingredients in their agendas are brewed and marinated in cauldrons of toxic hatred mixed with a smorgasbord of evil satanic collectivism. People fighting to save the United States from a totalitarian Armageddon must know that China Joe, Marxist Kamala, and neo-democrat Communist Party apparatchik comrades are marionette puppets attached to domestic terrorism strings controlled by unholy master puppeteers. I am milk, logically speaking, uncensored, saying, thank you. And thanks again to Milt Harris for a great commentary. Absolutely. Right on uh, time, as usual. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that uh, we want to do from uh, uh, from the point here is is to 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 mention that the the problems that we're having with with uh, with race is self created. I mean, we were all well on our way to solving most of the racial problems in this country until yeah. uh, the uh, entrance of office of Donald Trump, a guy that came in and did what needed to be done. And because he was so effective, he yeah. was about to change the way things are done in this country. And you see what happened. The the media mobilized. That tells you right there that there is a, a socialist communist influence in this country. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's being headed by the media. The media is the reason why, to date, we don't have a Donald Trump in office. Right. And, and Phil, look at what they've done. Look at what the media has done to, to uh, black Americans who actually have the temerity, the unmitigated gall to, uh, to to step off the 21st century plantation. People like Candace Owens and uh, Carol Swain and uh, uh, you know, Herschel Walker, these, 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 these great Americans. And what, and what do they get for their effort, for their trouble? They get shamed, they get vilified, they get slandered, they get, uh, get libeled even. Um, and, and in some cases, they even get doxxed. And none of those people, their very lives and well people that you just mentioned are, are you know are saying that the Republicans don't have faults. But mm-hmm. but they understand right. that just like anything else, you're dealing with people, you're dealing with individuals, and we want that. You yeah. want to be uh to be able to deal with the individual. Mm-hmm. And uh and this is what uh makes the Republican Party and conservatism 
Yeah. Because there are some people that I would just as well see uh, in the Democrat Party as being in the Republican Party. Yeah. But, I, but yeah, the point really. is that yeah. uh, we've got to cut this nonsense out about thinking that that uh, all of the problems in this country are because of race. No, yeah. they're because of people using race as mm-hmm. a wedge to get around uh, the, the the great laws and in, in the great uh, 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 justice system that we have in this country. Hey, let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Ed from Ypsilanti right quick. He wants to make a comment. Ed, good morning. Hello. Hello. Ed? Oh, <laughs> oh Ed. sorry. I didn't hear the. I didn't hear the. So, yeah. Before I get to my point, I wanted to congratulate Bruce on the six months of smoking cessation. Thank you. I remember when I quit I have, smoking jackets. Don't, don't think I haven't had cravings. <laughs> yeah. I remember when I stopped smoking back in 1979, how difficult oh God, it was. <laughs> but, you know, my clothes smelled funny. I couldn't, uh, I couldn't smoke on the job, and that was a problem. And, mm. you know, people would look at me funny while I was lighting up. You know, so I quit, and I'm glad. I'm just glad I never started that tobacco thing because I heard that stuff will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, one thing I'm really upset about, and I hope I hope I have David Coleman on my show this afternoon to ask him about Whitmer demanding that medical pros, professionals in this state, have to take one hour a year of critical race theory. I mean, yeah, I heard that. Yeah, think of think that. of it this way. For one, how much damage can they possibly do in an hour? You know, what, I mean, if you were really supposed to learn something about this, what is one hour of training going to do to dissuade you from your racist tendencies and your whiteness? So really, it's just a pinch of incense burning to the emperor, just like the masks. It's just like, yeah. you it's, must it's do a, this. It's all about indoctrination. Yeah. yeah. That's yep. what it's about. They got a point that they're trying to drive through. Once they get that point through, anything that objects to that, you know, they uh, they vilify them. They sure do. Yep. Thanks so much. Let's right. get Thank to you later. Um, let's get to uh, um, Walter from uh, Ypsilanti. It, it, Morning, Walter. Are you with us? That's right. I'm the. I'm you guys. Uh, hey, by the way, uh, I want you to uh, think about this. Uh, my man, Mil- uh, not Milt, but. Uh, I want to say this. The problem with uh, certain blacks like myself, we are Bible clinging, right winging, hum dinging, gun slinging Negroes. That's right, I'm back. That's, That's right, I'm back. Muhammad Ali's got nothing on you, that's for sure. <laughs> a de- I tell you what, the Democrats' worst nightmares of persons like myself and right. my man, uh, mm-hmm. all those Milt and the rest of us. But let me say this. I speaking about speaking about there's so many things I want to talk about, but first of all, I'm going to say this: How in the devil's hell you guys only on here for one hour and they give Hugh Hewitt three hours? And you know that Hugh Hewitt clown who I never trusted from day number one. You know his Daily Show. He's out there getting getting mad, getting attitudes for people that uh, don't want the vaccine. I never trusted yeah. him. He's so wishy washy and back and forth. They need to. Limit him to 30 seconds on the radio, a little commentary. Even it won't be no uh, good. 
That's for, sponsors. That's for one thing. We don't have, we don't have sponsors. We have great listener support like uh, like like you and and Elizabeth and Ed and uh, all the other great folks uh, that do call us uh, every weekend, and we we really do appreciate that. And that's why we, you know, we're I guess we we I guess uh, I guess Walter, uh, you know, Phil and I are kind of we got got to get over this uh, this idea that we. Uh, you know that there's something wrong with uh, asking for money. You know, in uh, in certain cases. So uh, I've never really been good at uh, at begging. <laughs> Put it that way. <laughs> so. Well, if y'all don't, well, if y'all uh, don't beg, hey, just give you an example beg. about money. Uh, look at look at uh, look at the, the numbers that Black Lives Matter has gotten in. <laughs> and what have they what have they shown? Uh, what have they done to show it? That tells you that there's an influence. That is pushing that money around to push this kind of uh, anti-America thought that uh-huh. Black Lives Matter is yeah. pushing, and this is where we we've got to recognize this, and we've got to uh, 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 support ideas. Cause we've got the ideas. If yeah. people are, uh, if they if they will uh, send the money in like they send in on Black Lives Matter, guess what? Uh, there would be some things done that uh, would, would turn this country around because it would be coming from the bottom up to the top down like the Democrats do. Well, I don't know if yeah. you heard about this, guys, but uh, the family of Breonna Taylor is attacking Black Lives Matter because they have not been, they haven't been of any help financially to this family. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. they said they're basically out for themselves, they're out for the money. And we knew it, we all knew that. I mean, sometimes you just have to learn the hard way. Uh, yeah, when you, sometimes yeah. when you deal with, uh, with certain unsavory groups, it takes you a while before you finally get religion. Right. Yeah. right. Let me make, let me make a point here real quick. Um, as we talk about racism, how the Democrats use racism all the time. Mm-hmm. I put it this way: not all Democrats are racist, but most, but most racists usually are Democrats. There you go. Exactly. There you go. That's and right. I call the station, let me give you an example of council culture. People don't want you to get the truth out, but like they've been uh, muting uh, Donald Trump and all the rest of us. I call this one regular, uh, 9, 10 a.m. black communist station regularly. I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with 9, 10 a.m. One of the worst yeah. shows that ever been on the on the radio in, since, the, since Adam and Eve was created. That's all, <laughs> all the blacks on there ever talk about is white supremacy and, uh, uh, yeah. and uh, systematic racism. If they didn't talk about it, they would go off the air. In fact, one of them named Sheffield, I call Reverend, anybody familiar with Reverend Sheffield? And this is the name of his church. Uh, I renamed his church, Embalming Fluid Tabernacle. That's how dead his church is. That's all he ever talked about is racism. He's one of the biggest race hustlers in Detroit, Sheffield. Every time there's a racial problem, he shows up on the news. He put the mic yeah. in his face. He, he's one of the biggest crooks there as a... I was wait. You can actually, I can actually call the show and wait for like a whole hour, and he would ignore my call. But only ones that they accept is the blacks to call them, that flatter them, and and uh, give them compliments, and and yeah. thank them for being racist, just like they are. Yeah, yeah. that's council culture. You call you as a, a, a conservative call uh, any of these uh, crooked liberal shows, they will ignore your call. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Mike Pence, I want to know what you guys think about Mike Pence's recent comments about how great it was with him and Donald Trump and what they did for this country. I look at Mike Pence and all the rest of those Republicans is, in the, sh- is the reason we're in the shape right now, what happened on the 6th. For example, yeah. Kelly Lefler. You're right. 
And uh, and and that's why I said that there are some people I would just see, uh, just as well see in another party in the Democrat with the Democrats. Uh, listen, Walter, thanks a lot so much for your call. I uh, want to get to the, the lines before the end of the show, so thanks a lot for your call. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, Walter. I want to get Ruth from Willis on uh, right quick. Ruth, uh, can you get uh, your uh, your point across real quick? Yes, I'm calling because Ronna McDaniel, who is the Republican National Committee chairwoman, yesterday, June 4, made this comment. She said, this is a tweet, Happy Pride Month. The GOP is proud to have doubled our LGBTQ support over the past four years and will continue to grow our big tent. Now, my source for this is TonyPerkins.com, Washington Watch. It's a reliable Christian conservative news service. And he has reported that she did this, and he said that if she's looking for a way to end the Republican Party's record-breaking fundraising, she probably did it, because there are so many Republicans that are not on the LBGD bandwagon. Yes. It's not that we have hate to these people. It is we love these people. We want the best for them. But when the person in charge of this party endorses what they are doing, it is definitely wrong, and there are going to be many, many conservatives very upset. So we need yeah. to uh, get her out of the position she's in. Thank you. Well, well thanks Thank so you. much for your call. And you, Thank you very you, much. You I appreciate it. Right yeah, there, I, I heard uh, those comments. Or, you know, uh, uh, where the Republican Party has a lot of things that they have to do, and uh, we uh, we, it, it, we just have to give them the guidance and tell them what we will and won't tolerate. That's right. That's right. And uh, so, so it's especially especially uh, the the atrociousness of, of what we are doing with the unborn. This is just yeah. absolute un, un, unthinkable. I I I, I, I can't. I cannot believe that there are Republicans out there who support slaughtering the unborn yeah. and their mother's wounds. They may as well move over to the to, to the party of death, yes. because you know it's and they they, they do this in the, in the name of compassion and that type of thing. You know, Margaret Sanger would do would, uh, she she dressed up the whole eugenic thing and uh, sterilization thing in, in terms of compassion, right? Yes, sir. Oh boy. Uh, well, we got Ron Edwards as as always uh, with us with the Edwards Notebook, and uh, take it away, Der uh, Derek. Take it away. <clears throat> the founding of our beloved republic and the growth of Christ's glorious Church share some inspiring parallels. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook. Consider that America's founders gathered at Independence Hall on July 4th, 1776 to establish a nation that would be a beacon of hope and freedom to countless millions throughout the generations. Similarly, Christ's disciples gathered in Jerusalem to establish a church destined to take the hope of the gospel to the ends of the earth. The book of Acts recounts the bold steps of faith the apostles took after they were filled with the power of Holy Spirit. God used them to establish an ever-growing community of believers 
that models Christianity and virtue and faith in the dark, sin-filled world of today. Just as America's founding fathers did, those early Christians faced many challenges, real dangers, and much opposition. But by God's grace, as well as with prayer, hard work, and steadfast reliance on the Almighty, they took the truth of the gospel to Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Even today, the gospel of Jesus is the only hope for true peace upon which sovereign individuals and nations can rely. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. And uh, we are back, and thanks to Ron Edwards for another great commentary. We are going to go to Joe from Wyandotte and see if we can get uh, his take on this. Good morning, Joe. Joe, it's always good to have you with us. How are you doing? Yeah, I missed the early part of the show. I didn't get out of bed till like 20 after 9. But uh, <laughs> you mentioned about, like, uh, the, the rhinos that should go to the Democrat Party. I agree. And, you know, there's a meme that says the Republicans are not perfect. But we're not crazy like the Democrats, at least. I mean, they're just <laughs> not right. And I want to do a address to seminar callers, as Limbaugh used to talk to them, which I think are a direct response to Walter's calls to 910. I think some of them buffoons are now purposely making last-minute calls to your shows where they know they back you up against the clock. They try to throw out a lot of lies and spin you know, think knowing that you don't have a lot of time to then respond. And I dare all of them to read Candace Owens' blackout book because she was once like them. She admitted she was clueless to real history with the indoctrination that she had and complete ignorance to who it was that passed those Jim Crow laws and how Lincoln was a Republican and the party was founded on the abolitionist movement. And today, like, you point out, Phil, is still an abolitionist party against the killing of black, the black genocide going on at Planned Slaughterhood. You know, in this party switch lie that the Democrats now try to say, well, the party switched and the Republicans became racist. Dinesh D'Souza covers that in a lot of his movies. It's a major lie. It's just nonsense. And the whole Nixon Southern strategy spin yeah. to try to paint Nixon and Republicans into the racist. Yeah. You know, he lost the South people. So your whole notion is wrong on two fronts regarding Nixon's uh, Southern strategy. And if you want to know who the racists in the South were, Look up George Wallace, who was around during and after Nixon. The Democrats were, are now, always have been, always will be the racists. Listen to Biden's soft bigotry statements. They're constantly telling you black folks you're too stupid to be able to get an ID. And I dare them to show me a black man without an ID. I dare them. You're not stupid. You're not lazy. It is the Democrats who continue to peddle these racist stereotypes. And it annoys me to no end. Yeah. 
Well, so, sir, that's, what, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You, you lit up in the airways this morning. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so love much, your brothers. Sir. Take care. Oh, God oh, bless. Okay, thanks a lot, Joey. Appreciate it. You know, and and Phil, what he said was so was so was so so successful, so dead on. This has to do with education versus indoctrination. We're seeing it all across the board in every facet of our lives. Everything from sports to politics to science has been, has been taken over the way. Remember, indoctrinating our kids, yeah. the rest of the world is taking the lead that we once held. That's right, that's right. I mean, we're getting further and further behind the rest of the world, mm -hmm. and they're going on about their business. And they call it progress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to go. Uh, we got to try to. Make, this is what this program is about: to try to wake people up, not woke them up, wake them up. That's right. And uh, and let them understand that we are up against it. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. Say goodbye, Bruce. Talk to you next week. Goodbye, Bruce. <laughs> Take care, folks. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Saturday. The Abolitionist Roundtable invites the Wham Talk 1600 listeners to continue the roundtable discussions by mailing correspondence to Art of Michigan, Post Office Box 135, Garden City, Michigan 48135.